you can prep a few different recipes on Sunday, freeze a few yeah. portions and alternate them throughout the week. So every three days you're eating something different. Mm-hmm. Um, but ingredient prep, it's it's a great option. You can bulk make chicken, divide it into different containers and season it differently, add a different veggie to every meal. So it's mm-hmm. always something a little bit different. Welcome to Cut the Crap with Beth and Matt, the world's number one no bullshit health and fitness podcast. Are you ready to cut the crap with your diet and exercise, get strong as fuck, and build a healthy relationship with food? Then you've come to the right place. Let's Let's go. If you'd like to support us in the podcast, join our Patreon where you get exclusive content, which consists of monthly workouts you can do at home or at the gym, monthly challenges that are either strength, habit, or mindset-based, and access to over 100-plus low-calorie, high-protein, family-friendly meals. These are all designed by a professional chef who is certified in nutrition. These recipes are already in my fitness pal for easy fucking tracking. New recipes are also added each week. We believe that fitness is for everyone, so this is our way of getting you started on your health and fitness journey at a price most everyone can afford. So what the fuck are you waiting for? I'll see you on the Patreon. How have you been, Zach? I'm doing really well. I'm doing really well, actually. I'm just trying to keep up with freaking all of the platforms now. All the platforms for sure. And since since you uh, joined us last time, which has probably been two years now since you came onto the show. Oh my God, yeah. uh, Yeah, I I think next month is two years exactly. Wow. That's wild. You were one of our first guests, man. And uh, Mm -hmm. your platforms have definitely taken off in those last two years, huh? Yeah, yeah. I I never would have imagined being where I am today. Two million followers across all platforms. It's it's pretty wild. I remember mm-hmm. it's funny because we were talking about we always like to talk about how we got started and stuff, right? And when you and I were texting, we were just reminiscing on the old videos, right? I remember when I first connected with you, you used to make the videos in the van. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. When I first started, I was living out of my van. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> how yeah. how things have changed in the past few years. Yeah, exactly. I still have the van. I, I, I miss it. Um it was by choice. My wife sure. and I we lived on the road for two years and just to kind of travel and see the US and I definitely miss it, but obviously for, for content reasons it's not the most ideal. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Well actually Go that ahead, would, that, I was going to say, actually, I could use a van to make content right now. <laughs> <Just for laughs> yeah. Well, I consistently get interrupted or I feel like my space is just not my space anymore. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I need a space. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Awesome. Uh, so, Zach, we have a lot of new listeners since uh, you came on last, as you have a lot of new followers as well. Mm-hmm. Would you like to kind of give us a quick blurb about yourself for our audience? Yeah, so I am a registered dietitian and licensed nutritionist in Florida. I do uh, a lot of it, it's not specifically for weight loss, but a lot of my I do meal prep recipes that are high protein, low calorie, and I I put a special focus on affordability to try to show people that eating nutritious foods and balanced diets doesn't have to be expensive. So it doesn't have to suck either. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Everybody calls my my food the non-diet food. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. For sure. <clears throat> Love it. Yeah, so that's what we want to talk about today is is meal prep and because you're the CEO of meal prep, right? A, yeah. a CEO of affordable meal prep, I should say. Right. Yeah, affordable. Yeah. Um, which is really cool. And I love I remember still when you made that video, uh, probably a couple of years ago at this point, you say, I want, I want to, I'm transitioning and I really want to make this new content creation full time and everything. And it's yeah. really, I mean, you, you talk about following your fucking dreams and, and right? what, yeah. what makes you happy. Yeah. 
Yeah, you know, it's crazy how much when people watch our content, we automatically think that they're learning from us. But I've learned just as much from my followers. I actually made a video two years ago before I started my Patreon and like full-time content creation. I was doing one-on-one coaching. Mm-hmm. I loved it, but it, I'm sure you guys know it's very time-consuming. Like mm-hmm. you want to give every client your full undivided attention, but it, it it's just when you want to do other things as well. And I felt like my content was helping thousands mm-hmm. versus my one-on-one coaching helping five or 10 people per month. I actually made a video asking my followers if they knew a way that I could transition over to full-time content creation. And they're the ones that told me about like Patreon and stuff like oh, wow. I had never even heard of Patreon before that. So okay, I learned a lot from my followers. Even with the, the meals that I post, they're like, I did this and I'll see a trend of People saying, I made this tweak, and I'm like, okay, I can take that and make the next meal even better. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I think we learned about Patreon from you. We did. We mm-hmm. did. I, I had never even heard of it. Like, I, I don't know. Maybe it's because I'm older. I don't know. Well, I don't even know. How long has yeah. it been around? I think it's fairly uh, new. Yeah, I think it's a relatively young company, but yeah. now more and more like it are starting to pop up. I know there's one called uh, there, Buy there Me a, a or, now, I think. Yeah. 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 For sure. Yeah, because I remember like you when you started your Patreon, we're like, wow, this is really fucking cool. Like how many people he's able to help with your with your meal preps that you do on there. And then, of course, we reached out to you and just to pick your brain about it. And then next thing you know, we did our own version of Patreon for our podcast. And yeah, uh, yeah. the rest is history. So Mm -hmm. yeah, really cool. So all right. So when with meal prep, what are you looking for when when you're looking for a meal to kind of what would you say that you're doing with the meals? Because you're just really just taking like everyday favorites and you're making them. My followers jokingly call it Zacify a meal. <laughs> okay. So it's when I, I'll go to a restaurant, you know, I eat at restaurants just like everybody else. And I'll see something that's 1400 calories. And I'm like, man, this was really good. What could I do to kind of make this more macro friendly and uh, make it fit into pretty much anybody's diet? And there's always three key points I focus on. It's high protein, uh, how important protein is in any mm-hmm. diet. Uh, low calorie, it's for portion control, really, and affordability. So high protein, low calorie and affordable. So I kind of take those three things and make whatever substitutions I can. I'm not going to be using Wagyu beef and beef and broccoli recipe. I can maybe do a, a ground beef and broccoli recipe, just make it more affordable and macro friendly mm-hmm. as well. Awesome. You make it so that the everyday person can eat healthier when they think that yeah. they possibly can't because it, food is very expensive. And you do it yeah, in a exactly. way where it's family friendly and it's almost like you can make a lot like meal prep. You make it yeah. for more than one day. Yeah. And a lot of people have started to kind of transition using my recipes, not so much for meal prep, but because all of my recipes use they make six servings, Mm -hmm. they've started to transition those into family dinners. Mm. So they can make dinner for their family of four or five or six and know that they're still eating nutritiously, balanced meals, portion control, and they're not spending a lot of money that they may have been spending more going out to eat or buying more expensive food for dinner. Mm-hmm. And if I'm not mistaken, and maybe I'm wrong, but don't your uh, meals also comply with like the recommendations from the American Diabetes Association? As yeah, well? yeah. So I always keep uh, every meal, I keep under 60 grams of carbs uh, per meal. So that's the the guideline for obviously everybody with diabetes is going to be different, different. There are individuals that shoot for 30 grams of carbs per meal. But for the most part, 
most individuals with diabetes, as long as it's a balanced meal with a good portion of fat, protein, and carbs, 45 to 60 grams of carbs per meal is a good range that's not going to blow their blood glucose you know, out of control. So yeah, I always stick with that as well. There's little key points that I've kind of picked up and I call it painting myself into a corner. So I'm kind of limited on what I can do with these meals sometimes because sometimes I'll make a meal that, well, it's got the right amount of carbs. It's got the right amount of calories. It's got the right amount of protein. But that's way too much money for one meal. Like, mm. go back to the drawing board. What can I do to make it, you know, more affordable? But I, I make it work as best as I can. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. With your, so the affordability aspect then, is there like a, a price per meal or serving that you're trying to shoot for? Or I usually try to keep the meals under $20 for all six servings. So okay. it comes in a little bit lower. I would say the average anywhere between like a dollar eighty to two fifty per serving. That's impressive. So yeah, yeah, anything over three dollars per serving, and I'm like, eh. But if you think about it, like a lot of people, they have no problem going to a restaurant and ordering a ordering a fifteen dollar fifteen dollar meal. Yeah, and you're looking at getting six servings for that same price mm -hmm. versus one meal for that amount. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah, meal prep is great for keeping keeping things affordable if if you if you know yeah. what you're doing yeah. with meal prep. And I think that's what I think meal prep just kind of gets has a negative connotation associated with it. And I don't know if that's because people think of meal prep and they think of chicken, rice, and broccoli, you know? Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, the the bro a, approach. Yeah, the bro approach for sure. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> all mm -hmm. right. All right. So you've how been long? doing that. Go ahead. I was gonna say, how long does it take for you to come up with these ideas? Do they obviously some maybe quicker than others? Yeah, a lot of times it like at, at a restaurant, if it's a pasta, especially one since I've been doing it for so long now, I already know the staples that I could substitute mm -hmm. like, I can use low fat cheese instead of full fat cheese, I can use less butter in this one versus the restaurants, they they want the flavor, they, mm -hmm. they don't want butter. you to come back and yeah, exactly. They'll load it up with butter, salt, oils, all the good stuff that has our, our sensory going crazy. So just, I think it's kind of honing in and reining in those portions. I still use real butter in my recipes. I use cooking oil. I just don't use as much as mm -hmm. restaurants would. Yeah. I mean, no, we don't need to be using as much as the real restaurants use. That's yeah. the, the amount of food and ingredients they use and those por portion sizes alone are, are, are insane. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I watch a lot of cooking shows and like Hell's Kitchen and stuff like that. I'll see them, you know, making one serving. They throw half a stick of butter in there to start melting. I'm like, man, it's so many calories, but, you know, it's going to taste good. So Yeah. yeah. And, and it'll and, still taste good without it, though, too. Yeah, exactly. And that's I've even seen, like I said, learning from my followers. I've even used, for example, butter. I did a recipe uh, last month sometime and it used three tablespoons of butter. But obviously, it's across six portions. So each portion is getting half a tablespoon. And a few people said, I even cut out the butter and it tasted amazing. So I'm trying to add more flavor to it to keep it enjoyable and sustainable. Mm -hmm. And yeah. some of my followers make those substitutions and eat, make it I even lower calorie. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's really what we want as coaches and, and influencers and content creators, right? Is for uh, the people that are watching us um, to take what we're saying and adapt it to their own life. Yeah, mm -hmm. absolutely. Yep. Just, I mean, that's the lifestyle aspect of it. <laughs> and mm -hmm. it doesn't feel like you're eating diet foods and you're and you're dieting and things like that. Yeah. And as as mm -hmm. a coach or mentor or teacher or anything, like you want to feel like 
your followers, your clients, your patients are actually learning something from you. You're not just talking at them yes. every yeah. single day because no no client should need their coach for the rest of their life. Right. Like I, I feel like any coach that is in the business for the right reason, they should look forward to the day that you feel like you don't need to pay me anymore. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like, you know what? I've got this. I've learned so much from you. I can do this on my own. And you see them actually succeed on their own because they took those tools that you gave them and they made it their own. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like you want to teach them how to fish. You don't want to just give yeah, them a exactly. fish, you know? We've been talking yeah. about that a lot recently. We have, haven't we? <laughs> yeah, definitely. So it's good to hear somebody such as yourself uh, echo that same uh, mm-hmm. sentiment for sure. Yeah, for sure. Do you kind of prioritize, like, I know you probably don't need to prioritize fiber when you're building out those meals because of just the nature of the ingredients that you're already using, right? Yeah. So I told my followers that 2023 was going to be more quote unquote fiber focused just because I do tell people I'm not a huge fan of full on macro tracking because I think it could be really daunting for a lot of people. So I tell Mm -hmm. them to focus on calories and protein, carbs and fat. They'll usually work themselves out Mm -hmm. with a special focus on fiber. Fiber has a lot of health benefits. It's going to keep you full. It's going to keep you regular. So I've started to, with my macro breakdown, add the fiber count in my in my breakdown but you know a lot of times my the main focus with my meal preps is sustainability and Mm -hmm. being enjoyable and a lot of times when you're adding a bunch of veggies and fiber to a meal it does make it less enjoyable so i always stress if i have a, a recipe that doesn't have a lot of veggies or fiber in it find a vegetable that you absolutely love make it the way you want that makes it taste good if that means adding a little bit of butter a little bit of cheese whatever serve that on the side so you always have that additional fiber content and extra nutrients Mm -hmm. yeah i love that you say that because with vegetables in particular that's what's one thing i always tell people is like i don't care how you're eating your vegetables please if you need to deep fry them literally like go like don't do that all the time maybe (laughs) figure out a way a better way to eat them let's start there yeah Yeah, i mean air air fried like broccoli brussels sprouts they're amazing a little bit of cheese they're awesome Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. When I was a kid, cheese peas and cheese broccoli, that was literally like the yeah. only vegetables I would eat. So yeah. my mom loaded them up with Velveeta cheese and uh, <laughs> so there we go. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Now that, that cottage, cottage cheese is, is king of protein, you can make a good cheese sauce out of cottage cheese and pour that over any veggie you wow. want. Cheese sauce yeah. out of cottage cheese. I'm all about the cottage yeah. cheese trend. Yeah. Yeah. It's like taking off. It's crazy. Yeah. I've learned a lot from it, to be honest. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. You can use that shit with anything. It's like Frank's Red Hot. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. People are making like queso dip out of it. It Mm -hmm. tastes amazing. Yeah. 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 The craziest I've gotten with cottage cheese, I think, would be with using it with my scrambled eggs. I haven't experimented too much with with cottage cheese, but yeah, that's a game changer. I love that. Yeah. 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 I learned that from nutritional Sarah. Yeah. Yeah. Nutritional Sarah. Yep. Absolutely. Cool. All right. I know that you got into the Patreon as a way to to be helping more people, but you were already Mm -hmm. doing meal prep videos before that, right? Which kind of transitioned into that? Yeah. So I started my TikTok just doing a lot of like health and nutrition tips. Then it kind of evolved to, wow, this place is a dumpster fire. I need to start correcting some of this misinformation to doing debunking videos. And I just happened to post, uh, I've always been really big on meal prep just in general. So I decided, Hey, you know, I'm going to post a video of one of the meal preps I make and it blew up. And I was like, wow, like this is apparently really helpful is something people want to see. And eventually it has kind of evolved into doing almost 
strictly recipe stuff with the occasional debunking video and stuff like that. So yeah, on TikTok, I would say most of my content is now recipes and meal prep stuff. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. I love it. Can't go wrong with food on on TikTok. Literally like anything that has to do with food, people are on it. Yeah. And like, I know a lot of people use Pinterest for like, yeah. Pinterest is full of amazing like recipes. And, I follow you, you know, on Pinterest actually. Oh, do you? Yeah. Yeah. I, guess I tried to get started it. on there, I, but I didn't get any traction. I was like, I gave up on it. So yeah, it's so hard, but I just kind of post the things over there whenever I think about it. But um, yeah. yeah, Pinterest is awesome. I actually get a lot of uh, recipe ideas from Pinterest. Uh, my mm-hmm. wife, she's really big on Pinterest. She's a, a big pinner. So um, she'll pull something up like, oh, you know, this looks great. We should try to make it into a meal prep. I'm, I think I can do that. You know, so nice. That, that's a good point then. So for anybody listening, like if they're wanting to experiment with meal prep and get better at meal prep, and how would you recommend they if they see a meal, like and mm-hmm. they want to try to mimic that themselves? How, what, where would you recommend they start? Ooh, that's a good question, Matt. I guess it just really depends on what the meal is. Okay. So like I said, a lot of times with portions especially in the u.s it's it's really just the portion size it's not so much the ingredients that goes in it's the portion size we eat really big portions if you ever travel outside the country the portions that you get at restaurants is i would say half of what we get in the u.s and takeout food is, is not really as popular as it is in the u.s because typically they finish their food because it's a smaller portion so I would say the portion would be the biggest factor. So if you see a meal, then it looks like it makes a huge portion. You can maybe cut a lot of uh, recipe websites nowadays. They have a little option where you can uh, click a button and it will like half the amount of ingredients, double the amount of ingredients, triple, just depending on how big of a portion you want to make. Wow. But, you know, a lot of people shy away from like low fat versions because a lot of misinformation on yeah. social nice. media. Yeah, exactly. So don't be afraid to use lower fats. Um, fat is important. Obviously, I'm not saying just cut out all fat from your diet, but lowering you swapping out to lower fat options or reduced fat options uh, is a great way to reduce the overall calories in a meal using lean beef, lean turkey, leaner options of protein versus the higher fat versions. It's going to be a little more expensive, but you got to kind of balance, mm-hmm. find that balance that works for you, not just for your diet, but also your budget. Yeah. And from a from a calorie perspective, I mean, it makes sense because uh, fat is very calorically dense, right? So it makes right, sense. That's, exactly. that's why where we kind of sacrifice some of those calories. But mm-hmm. I actually yeah. do want to ask you about fat too. What we we know, like fat has a bad name for it. There was bad, mm-hmm. a lot of bad research back in the day or bad theories back in the day about fat and what it was doing to us. But what are, why is fat, healthy fats, why is that important for us in our health? Every macro is going to offer some sort of health benefit, even mm-hmm. carbs. Technically, could you get away with eating low carb, yeah, it's it's probably not optimal for our energy levels. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of people don't realize that carbohydrates are a protein sparing macronutrient. So when your body is feeding off of carbs, it's not going to be tapping into your muscle and tapping into your pro- uh, protein reserve and stuff like that. So fat, it's, it offers a lot of health benefits, hormonal balance, especially mm-hmm. with females. You never, as a female, you never want to, male or female, but especially females, you never mm-hmm. want to just go Full low fat or yeah. no fat in your diet. It's very important for hormonal balance. Mm-hmm. 
Definitely. Definitely. And that's one thing we see so often too, is because probably 90% of our listeners are, are women and mm-hmm. many of them have been struggling with the, the diet culture and chronically dieting. And I'm sure they did the low fat stuff in the past. And especially with them just going on like the 1200 calorie diets or a thousand calorie diets, like it's how you can't even get all of your macros in when you're going that yeah. low anyway. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Just, I mean, being that low calorie in general, you're more than likely going to be borderline deficient in something right depending on how balanced your diet is one direction or the other if you're doing high fat low carb you might be low on energy if you're doing higher carb lower fat you might be experiencing hormonal disruption if you're doing high fat high carb low protein you're obviously going to have other issues with muscle wasting so it's it's really about finding that balance Mm -hmm. of the the macro friendly approach Mm -hmm. definitely Macro friendly in, in, in a way of it, like if it fits your macros and in, in however it works for that individual person. Right. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Of course, macros are definitely important, but the micros are very important, too, which is why yeah, on those sure. lower calorie diets, a lot mm-hmm. of the micronutrients do get neglected then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, there's a reason that these wellness clinics and weight loss clinics like. So I think that like a B12 shot, for example, people think B12 energy. Oh, if I take some B12, I'm going to have energy. Typically, that B12 is not going to help you unless you're actually deficient in B12. So it's not some, you know, magic pill, magic shot. These weight loss clinics are literally giving you these nutrients because they know you're going to be going to be deficient mm-hmm. because you're on such a low calorie diet. These places are putting people on 800 calorie diets. There's no way you're going to be hitting your micros on on that sort of calorie intake. There's there's no way. So they yeah. kind of offset that with these injections and supplements that also come, is, you know, conveniently for them at, at a cost for you. Exactly. So. I was going to say, it's insane. They're literally the ones causing the damage to the people and then coming in with the re- fucking pill to, to help them. It's, it's, it's insane. Yeah. 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 It's a, it, it, it's like the salesman approach of create a problem, sell the solution. They mm-hmm. take it to the next level and they don't just create a problem. They, they cause the problem, right? They are directly causing the problem and they conveniently sell you the solution. So, yeah. Yeah. And then those weight loss clinics, I mean, they pop, they're everywhere. They're, they're everywhere, yeah. especially now with, with all the weight loss drugs out there. It seems like everybody's yeah. offering them. Like, yeah. They're uh, popping up like yeah, crazy. It's like same day, same day Ozempic or whatever they're, they're touting. Yeah. It's like, I, like, how is that even legal? I don't even understand how this stuff is, is, is happening, but uh, yeah. And unfortunately I'm not saying it's all chiropractors and I'm not saying all chiropractors are bad, but uh, it is a lot of chiropractors just stepping way outside their scope. Mm-hmm. And opening these wellness clinics and yeah. it's it's like they're unchecked because they have found this loophole to where they can operate because they are doctors, they can operate with impunity. And it's pretty scary. I have had actually a few clients that went to a chiropractor or actually a derm <laughs> I can't remember the name. Derma, help me, I'm 50. Uh, yes. Thank you. Oh my God. Oh, See, wow. When you're 50. Yeah. So dermatologists and the dermatologists will offer, like they're going in there for something else, will offer yeah. weight loss injections to them. And so wow. like, what does that have to do with anything coach. that they came exactly. in for? Exactly. And they're like, they offered me this. What do I do? They're, and then they're, because they're with us and they're coming to us to heal the relationship with food and lose fat, that they're tempted to do it. And it's becoming yeah. a real problem. 
Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, really I have a client is. that went to one of those clinics that just signed up with us last month. She was doing 650 calories a day from one of these clinics that was also giving her, of course, she was getting Manjaro, I believe as well, which of course that's going to make her just not want to eat as it is. Yeah. She's coming yeah. to us with all these problems, feeling like shit and nothing's working right. It's like, well, you're literally withering away, but mm-hmm. at the same yeah. time, she's not withering away because then she's binging as a result of it. So it's like, right. yeah. God damn. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get back to meal prep. So meal prep, how looking, how can people make this as simple as possible at home with, with meal prep? Don't overthink it. Like I, I really think that again, a lot of people just with any weight loss approach, they bite off more than they can chew or they sit there and overthink the process. Focusing on uh, a lean protein some sort of carbs and some sort of fat in every meal. Um, and I really think that the education portion is is important. Um, really learning what these macros are, being able to look down at your plate and say, okay, that's my protein, that's my carb, that's my fat. Education is very important. Um, so just not overthinking it. Um, like I said, protein is always going to be very important. So just even even starting, if you're just starting out, being able to look down at your plate and say, okay, I know where my protein is. That's good enough for me right now. And you can kind of evolve from there and, mm-hmm. and get more in depth with your meal prep. Absolutely. I mean, that's honestly what I do is I don't meal prep per se. I don't really prep traditional meals, right. but I've al- I almost always prep a protein source. And then I just fill in yeah. the blend from there. Like ingredient yeah, prep. And, uh, yep. Yeah, exactly. Prep. Ingredient prep. It's a great tool as well, mm-hmm. especially if you're just starting out or if you're one of those people that just... I think another thing that a lot of people kind of shy away from meal prep is the idea of eating the same thing every day is mm-hmm. just, it's a, it's a Daunting. really like turn off yeah. for, it's a turn off for a lot of people. But I always tell people with my recipes, you can, if you have the time, you can prep a few different recipes on Sunday, freeze a few yeah. portions and alternate them throughout the week. So every three days you're eating something different. Mm-hmm. Um but ingredient prep, it's it's a great option. You can bulk make chicken, divide it into different containers and season it differently. Add a different veggie to every meal. So it's mm-hmm. always something a little bit different. Yeah. When the world feels crazy and chaotic, remember that you don't have to. You deserve to take control of your mental and physical health. And Cured Nutrition is trying to make it easier for you to do exactly that. Cured wants you to feel good about feeling good. So they took their time formulating their Serenity Gummies. They left out the artificial flavors, sugars, and dyes, and replaced them with ingredients that actually live up to their wellnessy word. Finding calm in this fast-paced world can be very challenging. That's why I use and love the Serenity Gummies. They help to provide a physical, mental, and emotional sense of calm in everyday life. I personally like to take them before a long day of calls and meetings. The Serenity Gummies bring me to a happy place and they prepare me for the day's challenges, while also helping me to serve others to the best of my ability by providing a sense of peace and calmness in my body and mind. Right now, Cured is extending an exclusive offer to you, our listeners. You can grab a bag of Serenity Gummies for 20% off by visiting www.curednutrition.com CTC and using coupon code CTC at checkout. That's C-U-R-E-D nutrition.com CTC and coupon code CTC at the checkout to save 20%. Protect your peace, Papa Gummy. Now, is there a meal prepping book in your future? Possibly cookbook? So I get asked this a lot. I was really dead set on releasing a cookbook mm-hmm. before I started my Patreon. So Patreon is not just videos. I do make videos for these meal prep recipes, 
but it also every recipe on Patreon comes with a printable and downloadable PDF. So a lot of my followers have printed these out and made binders, uh, which is essentially what an e-cookbook would be. It would be mm-hmm. a file with these PDFs in it. Yep. So if you think about it, if I were to sell you an e-cookbook and it has 50 recipes in it and I charge you 50 bucks, whatever, the moment you buy that cookbook, it's outdated mm-hmm. because I update my Patreon every single week with new content anywhere from one to three recipes per week. Mm -hmm. So the moment you buy it, that cookbook, it's outdated. Versus if you sign up for my Patreon, it's $5 a month. So if you sign up for the year, it's $54. So you're getting new content every single week, plus access to me, answer questions, help with substitutions and stuff like that. So I just really feel like Patreon offers more value Mm -hmm. than an actual physical cookbook would. I would say it's still in my future. I would love to one day have a cookbook on the store shelf. So it's it's in my future. It's just there's a lot of costs and and work that goes into printing a cookbook. And again, it comes back to affordability. I could do an e-cookbook easily, but I feel like people already have that on Patreon. But a physical cookbook, the cost that goes into it for somebody like you and me to print it because we're not some big author with connections... I would have to charge a lot of money mm-hmm. in order to not lose money on the cookbook. And I just, yeah. I wouldn't feel comfortable charging yeah. a lot of money for something when I'm promoting affordable meal prep. And your recipes that have been on the Patreon, they're, all of them are available since for two years that you've been on yeah. there. That's yeah. Amazing. Yeah. We, I think I'm up to, not all of them are full on meal prep recipes, but I'm at almost 300 posts now. Wow. So it's, over a hundred meal prep recipes, I would say close to a hundred combined with like bento box ideas, smoothies, baked oats, overnight oats, high protein dessert ideas, high protein snack ideas, sample meal plans. I, I really try to create a lot of content for Patreon to show people that like, wow, I'm getting a lot of value for this $5 a month. Yeah. Yeah. And I will say our communities, there's a lot of interlap there between the people that follow you and the people that are in your Patreon and Mm -hmm. our podcast for sure. So there's probably a lot of people already listening that they're like, hell yeah, Zach's the man. Well, I'm in in your guys' (laughs) Patreon. So I love how closely connected our communities are because that's one Mm -hmm. thing in our own individual Facebook groups. Um, Yeah. It's like people are always shouting out you, Zach. People are always shouting out Beth. And I know that's happening in- Same for me, yeah. So Mm -hmm. um, Yeah, a lot of people like have have told me that obviously they're a longtime follower. The last time I was on the podcast was two years ago. Yeah, But they actually found me from the Cut the Crap episode that I was on with you guys. And they started following me through you guys. So, yeah. I yeah, our, list, our our community is amazing, man. Like, it, it's, yeah, for it, sure. it does never blows my mind. Like, people will tell us, like, I'm starting back at episode one. I'm like, holy shit. Like, right. <laughs> or I like, I binged all 100 episodes in a month. I'm like, wow, like, I love you. Oh, wow. You're amazing. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I love some of them are like in Zach's Patreon. They're in our Patreon. I, I just love the community aspect of everyone just uh, sharing. Yeah, and you guys have had some awesome freaking people on the show. Yeah, for sure. We 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 enjoy doing having the guests and honestly just just chatting with our friends. I mean, we consider, yeah. consider yeah. you a really good friend of, of ours yeah. for sure. And what I love too is 
amongst us and a lot of, a lot of other uh, coaches in our community is we're just all here to to help people. Mm-hmm. We don't see it as like, mm-hmm. oh, we can't talk about Zach and his Patreon because we've got a Patreon. Like we're all right. here with the like-minded yeah. goal of helping people. You do yeah. that with Zach, you do that with us, you do whoever, like mm-hmm. as long as you get the help that you need, like we're happy. We're happy. Yeah. yeah in my Facebook group, I, I'll have the occasional like, oh, I'm not sure if I'm allowed to post this link to this recipe. It's another creator. I'm like, Share away. Let's see it. Like, I, I love food just as much as you guys. And right. mm-hmm. I don't care where you're getting the help from as long as you're getting the help. Yeah. And they're giving accurate information and helpful right. information. It it's doesn't matter. There's another guy on TikTok that does a lot of like, he doesn't do meal prep. He does a lot of similar recipes that I do, but his are like one-off meals. So it's just a quick lunch. Calvin Kang. I don't know if you guys know him. Cook cook like mm-hmm. I'm booked. He does. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I know the yeah. name. Yeah. The user. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That, He's been Calvin. around for a while I'm, too. Yeah. Yeah, I'm constantly like sharing links. Like people ask me, hey, Zach, can we get a macro-friendly version of this? I'm like, Calvin already did it. Here you go. Yeah. <laughs> yep. you go. yeah. Why, why reinvent the wheel, right? Yeah, exactly. Awesome. Okay, so with meal prep then, since you are the CEO, I'd love to talk about some myths surrounding meal prep. Ooh. What would be your biggest myth you you hear or you come across in the community about meal prep? That it has to be boring. You touched on it earlier. I think a lot of people just don't like when they hear meal prep, they think gym bros, bodybuilders, chicken, rice and broccoli, no seasoning, just bland, boring food. Mm -hmm. And if you think about it, everybody in their life has had some amazing dinner to where they just couldn't eat anymore. They want to, but they, they, they can't eat anymore. They put it in a Tupperware container. They put it in the fridge and they say, man, I can't wait to destroy those leftovers tomorrow. That's what meal prep is. Mm-hmm. And that's it's basically all about finding those meals that you do look forward to eating those leftovers the next day. So I think uh, the fact that meal prep has to be boring mm-hmm. and bland, I think, is is definitely a, a big misconception. Oh, that's so true. I think a lot of people also equate their health to being miserable. It's like your food doesn't yeah. have to taste miserable at all. Like, what are you doing? This should be yeah. enjoyable so it can be yeah. sustainable for you. Yeah, exactly. And one of my favorite uh, memes that just came to mind is like, yeah, I, I meal prepped this week. And then it's five individual containers with a slice of pizza on each one. You know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hey, that, that is meal prep. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. It's portion control, too. You know, yeah, add some veggies sure. on the side. You're good to go. Right. Yeah, a little side salad. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> I saw awesome. one that it was uh, Tupperware containers with uh, like a $10 bill in each one to go to get fast food. Yeah. <laughs> That's an expensive meal prep, right? That's an expensive yeah, exactly. meal prep for sure. And that's really what what meal prep is great for is cost savings and mm-hmm. time savings too. It's yeah. giving us yeah. our time back and it's giving us our money back. Going to the McDonald's and going to their drive-thru one or two times a day, that's a lot of money. Yeah. And not mm-hmm. only that, yeah. but people don't realize they a lot of times they go to McDonald's like, I don't have time to cook food at home, but they're sitting in the McDonald's drive-thru for 15, 20 minutes. Yeah. Right. That time, they could have made a meal themselves. Or, yeah. yeah or if you add up all that time throughout the week that they've wasted waiting for their food, driving to the place to get the food, all of that time. Meal prep doesn't have to be elaborate either. I really try right. to focus on quick and convenient meals, mm-hmm. not spending six hours in the kitchen making one meal. That's why I really like crockpot meals. They're one of my favorite mm-hmm. kind of recipes to do. It's like you throw everything in the crockpot, walk away, do your thing for four, six hours, come back and everything's ready. Just divide it up and you're good to go. Yeah. I love a uh, good salsa chicken in the crock pot. Yeah. That's, oh, yeah. that's my go-to. So a little bit of rice, beans, mm-hmm. corn, yep. salsa. Yeah. That's a staple in yeah. my house. It is. Yeah. 
Awesome. Okay. And yeah, I mean, it's like you don't have time to meal prep, but then you you spend more time in the act of trying to just wait for your food. And it, like we, you can literally, what would you say like an efficient meal prep, just getting started for somebody anywhere like 30 to 60 minutes, like one or two times a week should be able to do the trick, right? Yeah. I mean, especially if you're, don't be afraid to use convenience foods. I've told people that they claim that they just don't know how to cook rice. They sell minute rice containers that are single servings, pop it in the microwave for 60 seconds and it's good to go. Meal prep doesn't have to be like this elaborate, like Michelin star process. You can use prepackaged chicken. You can use canned chicken if you like the taste. You can use minute rice. You can use the, I mean, even the frozen food section, there's a, a chicken tender that's out now. I think they sell it at Sam's called Just Bear. Or, yeah, that uh, stuff I heard is yeah. really good. Yeah. Yeah, they're really good. And it's like 170 calories mm-hmm. for like three tenders. Yeah. You know, that's your protein right there. Just add some veggies, a little bit of carbs, starchy carbs, potatoes, a little bit of fat, and you got yourself a meal. Yeah. I'm I'm a, a sucker for convenience foods. That's what yeah. I eat most of the time. Package, steamable veggies, steamable rice, uh, minute rice, yeah. all those things. Like we're busy people. We don't need to be, be cooking these extravagant meals. If I want an extravagant meal, I'll go out to a restaurant and spend the, the money to do that. Yeah, yeah exactly. And I think uh, a lot of the uh, misinformation on social media just kind of misleads these people and just kind of creates this fear surrounding, you know, there's people that won't use frozen veggies. There's people that refuse to use canned veggies because Mm -hmm. of the sodium content or whatever it is that these fear mongering creators peddle these days. But Mm -hmm. there's nothing wrong with canned veggies. There's nothing wrong with frozen veggies. There's nothing wrong with fresh fresh veggies. It just depends on what fits your budget, your schedule and your preference. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Sodium. So in terms of sodium, is that something you're mindful of with your meal prep? Because there's a lot of mixed information out there about sodium, whether or not mm-hmm. they should be monitoring that if it's bad for um, you. Right? So I'm kind of one of those people that's like, unless you have a medical reason, I wouldn't stress about it. Yeah. Because again, it's it's one of those little nuances that a lot of people will hyper fixate on to the point where it's like paralysis by analysis. Mm-hmm. They just they won't get started because they're so worried about this or this or this. When if they just focus on the big rocks, as I call them, instead yeah, of the little that. rocks, yeah, everything Bowlers will fall into place. Yeah, exactly. I do use a lot of, again, going back to convenience foods, I use ranch packeting, packet seasonings. I use packet gravy, which is obviously going to be higher in sodium. Yeah. But again, I always tell my followers that... If you do have a medical reason or a dietary need to limit your sodium or lower your sodium, here are some things you can do to kind of work on that aspect of the meal. Use less of the seasoning or use this because it has lower sodium or no sodium. So adaptability. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Take what you want and leave the rest. Oh, we love that Mm -hmm. saying here. Those people that are like, but Zach, this has this, this and this in it and I can't eat it. Um, yeah, yeah exactly. you know, I, I don't like that. It's like, well, not everyone's going to like everything, right. and that's just yeah. normal. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. The, the worst, the worst comment section is when I I post a recipe using Velveeta cheese. My goodness! Oh, are they all about the, the, people that's going cheese? nuts? <laughs> that's processed. That's, yeah. that's not real. So that that's apple plastic. you just sliced up. 
Yeah, exactly. be like, what, what is the common? They say that's that's one one chemical away from plastic. Is that, I think it's like, yeah. like what? <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> We've all heard that one. And something yeah. about the sodium content with our meals too is if we're if we're eating nothing but hyper processed foods, ultra processed foods, and eating out, yeah, you're going to have higher sodium diet. But if you're yeah. if you can literally just make one meal at home that you were eating out, like you're already going to be um, consuming a lot less sodium if that's something you're concerned about. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, I've, again, when you post on social media, you kind of open yourself to a lot of comments and commentary. And I've done grocery store videos where I show a product and I say, this is a good product, whatever. As soon as you turn it over there, they see that sodium content. It's really about your total overall intake. Yes. If I'm eating this five times a day, every day for the rest of my life, that's going to be a lot of sodium. Mm -hmm. But if you think about it as just one snack as part of your day, every once in a while, like a lot of people just really focus on one meal, one snack, instead of your overall dietary pattern. And that's really yeah. what it's about. If you know you're going to have like a super high sodium meal, just maybe lower the sodium in your other meals. But again, like a lot of people just, they forget that sodium is, it's a vital nutrient. You need sodium. It gets this bad rap and this evil label, but it's its important for overall health and life. Mm-hmm. I honestly think it gets a bad rap just because sodium does make you hold on to some water weight. And we're so yeah. fixated on the scale that carbohydrates and, and sodium gets a bad rap because of that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <clears throat> and funny, too, about the sodium is I, I did a series a while, probably a year or two ago now, where I was reviewing different meal prep services. And and that was one of the common, I think it was factor 75 or flex meals or something, but people were like the sodium, the sodium. And I'm looking, I'm like, yeah, it's like 750 milligrams of sodium. But even if I did that three times a day, that's still a pretty reasonable amount of sodium is what I'm trying to get. Right. Yeah. 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 And it's not like I'm eating these, these meal prep meals from a service three times a day. I'm eating them once a day. Yeah. Yeah. It's that, it's that concept of what you're doing overall as a whole throughout the entirety of your life. That's what people really struggle people with. People have a hard time grasping that aspect. And that goes yeah. for a lot of things <laughs> in your in your diet. It's really about what you do over time that yeah. matters more than every single day. Yeah. And I think the exaggerated all or nothing mindset is it's it runs rampant on social media. I've done the videos of the covering up two different foods. I love those I videos. Show yeah, you the calories too. and the macros. I compared a Laura bar to a Reese cup and all of the comments making it seem like I'm telling people to eat nothing but Reese's <laughs> at every meal every day for the rest of their life. Nowhere did I ever say that. Like <laughs> they take your information and they just really just exaggerate it. Yeah. And here's the thing with, with things like that is like those foods, the Reese's cups, those aren't fucking going anywhere. So people need to learn how to exist peacefully. Right. Yeah. They aren't going anywhere as much as some, some people might not like that they exist. They yeah. fucking do. So yeah, let's they were here before us. They'll be now. here after us. <laughs> yeah. Right. So come on now. Yeah. But that, yeah. of course, that you can't you can't make money off of that. Helping people understand you can't. Uh, right. It's not as easy to, to make money because there's no fear there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Fear sells. Fear sells. It always yeah, sells. Unfortunately. I know. Well, let's see. So meal prep aside, Zach, what's been, I mean, last two years, I know you've moved in that time. What, what are you up to with like your health and fitness these days? Just kind of going through the motions. You know, I'm 41 years old. I got a, a prosthetic hip, bad shoulders, bad knees. I'm 
getting up there in age, my body's been been through the ringer with my my health history and stuff. So yeah. I still get to the gym, I would say five days a week, just because I know it is good for my physical health. But honestly, it's my outlet. It's extremely important and helpful yeah. to my mental health. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I definitely I try to make that. it to the gym at least five days a week. Just, I, you know, I enjoy it. I don't do it because I have to. I I genuinely enjoy going to the gym. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I respect that, man. Like when I struggle most mentally is when I'm not when I'm not consistent with the gym. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, I find that. too. I, I agree. One hundred percent. I mean, I was just living. I, it. I, I've been gone. I've been going through the ringer myself these past six months or so. And when I was at my worst, it's when I wasn't going to the gym. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I I have I actually have clinically diagnosed depression since my battle with cancer and stuff. And I would say my depression is always at its worst when I'm not consistently going to the gym. Mm-hmm. Like it it helps so much. Like it it's not just about diet, more sleep, less stress, but that going to the gym, I would say specifically helps with uh, a lot of things. Yeah. yeah. It's like you could be at your worst. And then just that one gym session, like I'm a brand new fucking person. Like, yeah. I'm not yeah. saying that's going to happen for everybody. For me personally, that's how it works. Like, Same. It, yeah. yeah. So that, that saying, I, what is it? I never regrets the workouts. I don't. Mm, so so true. Uh, nobody's ever gone to the gyms. Oh, man, I shouldn't have done that. Right. <laughs> I shouldn't have done this. Thing unless, that it's, amazing. unless you're scheduled. <laughs> Bulgarian split squats with like a pause, <laughs> yeah. like a pause or something. <laughs> I've been like crawling home. Yeah. yeah, I've cursed myself because I, when I was doing my own programming, I programmed myself Bulgarian cursed split squats. I'm like, fuck myself. Why did I do this? <laughs> <laughs> You're an asshole, Matt. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's like so when I when I I don't feel bad when I program them for my clients then because I'm doing them myself. So if I'm doing my yeah. own programming, so every coach I've ever worked with has given me Bulgarian split squats. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I'm happy to hear that you're you're kind of going through the motions. And I I think people need to understand that too, that that's okay because I'm the same way. I've been just lifting just to feel good, just just mm-hmm. to go in and feel good physically and mentally. I did the whole powerlifting thing there for a while and I, I grew over that and I don't want to go in there anymore and stress about how much weight yeah. I'm yeah. moving. It's just I want to go in and make feel good quality movements connect with the muscles that i'm trying to connect with and and feel good especially mm-hmm. like what you said you're 41 i'm 37 i'm getting beth i'm sorry <laughs> but with us us and our active lifestyles like we have to take care of our body if i want to yeah. be able yeah. to continue hiking and doing all these things and working through the injuries i have i got to be in the gym yeah i mean it, it's nice being at maintenance i think maintenance is mm-hmm. it, it's a big goal for a lot of people especially yeah. in in the realm of weight loss. When you think of weight loss, like it, you're not going to be in a deficit forever. Right. Once you get to mm-hmm. your your goal weight, your wherever you want to be mentally, physically, it's all about maintenance and maintaining where you are. Once you are happy with where you are, maintenance is a lot easier than getting to maintenance. Right. Mm-hmm. It absolutely is. It absolutely is. Have you ever wanted to start a podcast? Spotify's got a platform that lets you make one super easily and then distribute it everywhere and even earn money doing what you love. All in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit episodes right from your phone or computer so no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. 
Now, what's really cool is video podcasts are also now available on Spotify. And if you want to be taken seriously on social media, you need to have a video presence. And what better way to do that by connecting with people via your video episodes? With Spotify for Podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's all totally free with no catch whatsoever. And ever since we discovered Spotify for Podcasters here on Cut the Crap with Beth and Matt, we are easily releasing new episodes and distributing them to multiple platforms, and it's never been easier. We highly recommend you give it a try. You can download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com slash podcasters to get started. But some people just never get to maintenance, though, because, yeah. I mean, because they're taking these extreme measures and maybe it's the extreme dieting or it's just the mindset with that the all or nothing thinking is so prevalent that's that's a big one that keeps people from actually ever getting the maintenance yeah yeah but uh, it's a beautiful place to be beautiful place to be yeah yes it is so we talked last year about uh the three of us getting together do you think we can make it happen this next year yeah man i would love to we talked about it before i think it'd be so cool to not only us meet up but announce it to our followers you know like yeah. sort of a, a meet and greet some sort of like all right uh, well this is know, recorded so. walk or something like that <laughs> yeah, yeah so. you just put it out there brother ideas, so yeah. yeah i did a 5k for eating disorder awareness a while back it was organized at walking around raymond james stadium it's the tampa bay Buccaneers stadium awesome. here in florida and it was so cool. Like it, the turnout was amazing. Uh, you organized vendors it? that came out. No, no, I didn't. It was, it was organized by the company that my wife was working at at the time. Got and it. she works with a lot of like eating disorder individuals. It was a great turnout. And I, I, I've been thinking about that a lot. And I'm like, man, that would be so cool. It's like a follower meet and greet with just mm-hmm. different content creators, coaches, healthcare professionals. We've thought about this a lot ourselves, man. Mm-hmm. So especially with us and our the three of us in our audiences, we could definitely make something happen. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, I love to sure. because Beth goes to Florida every year. So she's right mm-hmm. down in your neck of the woods and, yep. and I can come down and spend a week with her and we can, we can rock and roll on something. In dude. March. Yeah, man. March. Yeah. Mm-hmm. March of this coming year. You'll yeah. Be down here? I'll, I'll okay. be um, in Cocoa beach, Florida for the whole okay. month of the whole month of March. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. yeah Cocoa Beach is nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like last year I came down and I spent like four or five days with her, worked on the podcast. We did our a meet and greet there too. Oh, yeah. that's right. Yeah. That's yeah, when yeah. we initially yeah. I think started talking yeah. to you about doing something together. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All yeah. right. Well, well, we'll definitely fucking do something. Yeah. That's exciting. Yeah. Very cool. Well, we've spoken into existence now. Or, or we did. Now. Let us forget. Our, so. Listen, our, everybody. Our, our listeners <laughs> are going to remind us too. They won't they will. forget <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They like to remind us of shit we said. And I'm like, I did say that, didn't I? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> awesome. So, Zach, I want we've talked a lot about the Patreon and, and meal prep, but I, I want to recommend everybody check, check check Zach's Patreon out if you yeah. haven't already. But how about you, Zach? Like, where can people find you, your Patreon and, and your content? Mm-hmm. I think I'm on every platform now. So whether or not you're on TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Pinterest. I think I'm everywhere. So just uh, Zach Cohen, C-O-E-N, and Zach with an H. Yeah, you should be able to find me. I try to be as diverse as possible because I know not everybody does TikTok, not everybody does Instagram. And I have an amazing Facebook group. Thanks to you, Matt. I reached out to you. I think it was around this time last year, I think it was, because I knew you you ran a a pretty good uh, Facebook group. And our Facebook group, it's coming up on 50,000 members now. Holy shit. It's, nice. Yeah. It's full of the most amazing freaking community, man. Like, I love it. They're, they're so awesome. 
Yeah, I know when when we were first started talking and then you started getting building your Facebook uh, platform, I was like, man, like literally from the first video you posted, you started just taking off. People Mm -hmm. were ready on Facebook for you. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Facebook is uh, like the Wild West. Like it it started off really fast as far as my my personal page started off really fast and it's obviously slowed down some. But uh, my Facebook group, it's it's my baby, man. I love my community there. What's the name of the Facebook group? Safe Space Nutrition. Safe Love Space that. Nutrition. We'll tag that in the show notes for sure, dude. Appreciate it. Awesome. Well, man, we appreciate you coming on today. Yeah, so, yeah. We'll definitely be meeting in person here sooner rather than yeah. later, it sounds like. Yeah, definitely. I, I appreciate you guys having me back. It's Absolutely. one of my favorite podcasts. So Appreciate that, man, for sure. Thank you. Hope you enjoyed this episode. So why not share it with a friend who needs to hear it? Send us a DM on Instagram or email us at cutthecrappod at gmail.com and join our Patreon at patreon.com slash cutthecrappodcast. As always, we appreciate you and thanks for being here.